Mr. Bembe, as you know, on the, on investigations are ongoing to determine the circumstances surrounding the illegal procurement of the bodies. But who has rights to a body at a morgue? And, and what steps or procedures need to be followed before a family or a family individual can claim a body of a, or at a morgue? Okay. So, firstly, you need to have an identity document of the deceased. And then there needs to be a next of kin, the person that's going to identify the body. Mm-hmm. Uh, in case uh, the document is lost or whatever reason, we can't find the, the identity document. Uh, we go to the police station. The family goes to the police station, makes an affidavit that they can't find uh, the identity document and take that document back to the forensic pathology for the body to be released. So the, so the person that claims the body need to show an identity. And, you, and mm-hmm. how do you then verify that this is the family member or the, the person that will take care of this body? Uh, usually families know their members, so they are the ones who come and identify the body. Mm-hmm. So, so, the, so that is where it ends in terms of them identifying it. But uh, does do they have to show any proof um, that the family or the family member? Do they need to provide proof to show that they are indeed related to the deceased? Yes, and I said they should have the, the identity document of the deceased. Oh, so, so it's <laughs> both both identities. Yes. Yes. So, if not. They need to go to the police station and make an affidavit the reason why uh, they don't have uh, the identity document and what is their relationship with the deceased. Mm-hmm. Now, despite several red flags uh, raised during the autopsy of the body that was found in the cell where Tabo Besta was, including the absence of the smoke inhalation, advanced decomposition, and the blunt force trauma as the cause of death, Dr. Nandipa Magudumana was permitted to take possession of that body, which she later cremated. When does, or when such red flags are raised, is she then? Uh, suppose, or the family or the family member still allowed to claim that body without the police investigating the circumstances of the deceased's death? Uh, every unnatural death has to be investigated. So, yeah, I don't know how she got the body, but every unnatural death has to be investigated. Mm-hmm. And does the state or the private morgue at times ask uh, or want or need to know which funeral parlor, parlor the body will be taken to? Uh, you see, in this case, because uh, Mr. Besta was in a correctional uh, center, mm. so usually there's an undertaker assigned to all the correctional centers. So they are the ones who will go there, pick up the body, and store it. And then the family, if they have their own undertakers, will go to the family that is contracted to the prison and collect that body from there. But how do you think it was possible for someone to be able to fraudulently collect one of or more bodies from a state morgue and a private morgue without being caught out as soon as the case, as, as in the case of Tabo Besta? I think uh, forensic pathology in Bloomfontein, they've got questions to answer because, firstly, I mean, how do you uh, identify a person without uh, 
the next of kin. How do you do that? Mm-hmm. And how do you get a body without uh, their documents? Unless maybe Dr. Nandipa did uh, the affidavit claiming to be a relative of the deceased.